0: This episode of To Be Continued, a fanboy podcast, is brought to you by Amasta Design. Servicing clients domestic and international, Amasta is here to help you through the different phases to transform your space into a reflection of you. Go to AmastaDesign.com. Amasta, spelled A-M-A-S-T-A, design.com. Our pal, John Padilla, is a true fanboy and unapologetic Batman enthusiast. John is also owner of J.P. Total Fitness, based in Bayridge, Brooklyn. As a personal trainer, he takes a practical and safe approach toward fitness goals. Throughout his professional years of experience, John has developed relationships with hundreds of clients, helping them achieve and meet their physical challenges. A family man, seasoned entrepreneur, and competitor, John understands the importance of time management, proper nutrition, and the no-nonsensical approach to guiding you through your journey. Go to www.jptotalfitness.com. .net today. Rolling Press, a Brooklyn Park soap-based business that can help you print books, magazines, zines, and comics for anyone who wants to start their own thing. Rolling Press, an eco-friendly printing company. Go to www.rollingpress.com. Roro Cakes, specialty baking, little bites of yumminess, and indulgences. Follow Roro Cakes, Facebook.com slash and place your order today. Last but not least, Pancake Studios cuffing your audio recordings, production, mixing, and mastering needs. Pancake Studios set at the heart of Brooklyn, also happens to be the home of to be continued a fanboy podcast. And when we started the podcast, Jonathan made a home for us here and continues to produce quality. Whether you're a musician, filmmaker, working in media like podcasting, look no further than Pancake Studios. Go to www.pancakestudios.net. To Be Continued is an adult podcast for adults by adults.
1: We may talk about superheroes, sci-fi, comic books, and all sorts of similar crap like that. But we may use adult and frank language when we do so. This is not a podcast for kids, brothers and sisters. Enjoy. Welcome back! Yes. Yeah. If you've clicked on this, this is to be continued—a fanboy podcast covering your fanboy passions. You're not going to learn anything, but if you stick around, you just might have some fun. And we're going to have a lot of fun here today. Uh, it is a two-man operation. Oh yeah. <laughs> we are a man down. As always, we're coming to you from the wonderful Pancake Studios, provided by one Jonathan Vergara, our producer with the Mostius.
2: Thank you. That's me. <laughs>
1: And yes, we're man down today. Uh, Edward could not join us today. Edward Ng, our usual uh, Asian member of the broadcast family.
2: Daddy duties. Daddy
1: duties, big time. Uh-huh. Uh, today's episode is going to be about the blockbuster Daredevil Season 3 on Netflix. Uh, and before we uh, get into that, we'll have a little bit of discussion about some of the in the news. Uh, John, how are you doing? I haven't seen you in a while.
2: It's been a while, yeah, yeah. It's been good. Just been working with various artists, keeping busy, working, you know. Good, yeah. good.
1: That's hey, work. Work yeah, is good. Work work,
2: work, work is work is good. How about you? How, how have you been?
1: Uh, I've been pretty good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, in the interim period, uh, I, uh, I visited, I visited my. Here's something we didn't talk about in our pre-show that we're going to get into. Uh, I visited my my mother and my grandmother up in Pennsylvania. Now, nice. I give them a call you know, like the day before. And, you know, this is going back a while, actually. It's been covered in many other places. We're just now getting to it. So I give him a call, you know, the day before. Hey, you know, I'm going to be at the bus station, blah, 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 this time, yada, yada. So, you know, talking to mom. I hear from the background my grandmother. She yells out, No, 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 I'm sorry. Talk to mom, say, hey, blah, 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 pick me up. And mom says, "Okay, all right, but Miguel, now we have to really talk about what's really important." And I was like, "Whoa, what, what, Uh-oh. what, mom? What's up?" She says, um, "What about Batman's penis?" Oh, <laughs>
2: nice! <coughs> Man, I heard a yeah. <laughs> I heard a joke, and a guy said, "It looks like Batman is right leaning."
1: He leans to the right. He yes, leans indeed. To the right. Let me tell you something, John. All right. So there was this this, this comic book that was put out by DC called Batman Damned. Um, it's like a mature readers line or whatever. And
2: is it actually like rated X?
1: It's not rated X in the sense that there's like sex or whatever, but it's much more mature.
2: Right.
1: Then, which is funny because the comics code was thrown out many many years ago.
2: I thought regular comics now are pretty mature.
1: That's what I'm saying. The Comics Code was an authority that was uh, it was a self censorship code
2: mm-hmm. that the
1: that was put in place um, yeah, okay. uh, after the 50s. It's
2: like you don't you don't want like a 12 year old to buy a rated right, right, exactly. video game or something. Exactly. Or, yeah. The
1: problem is, of course, is that kids don't buy comics most comics are bought by people in their 30s and 40s. Yeah. Uh, and they've known that for a while. They threw out the Comics Code a long time ago to allow for a wider variety, and now it's more like the discretion of each individual book, franchise, the editor. Mm-hmm. But they they have in the past have had imprints that were specifically said, no, 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 this isn't even a gray area. This is for adults. Marvel had a, uh, a line that was called Marvel Max, um, and this was in that sort of vein. And so... For whatever reason, in this story, they decided, hey, let's throw a picture of Batman uh, naked. Now, I had not seen it. I had no desire to see it. Is that the sound it makes when it rises? The Dark Batman Knight Rises. Is. No. <laughs>
2: Isha! Asha! What does it mean? It means...
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going like mom I was like and I'm laughing and I'm telling mom I said mom you know what's funny about this is that on the same day I learned about and I'm gonna have to put money in the politics jar here for a second oh, yeah. this is on the same day I learned about Batman's penis I learned about Trump's penis because I had no idea what? yeah because you remember the Stormy Daniels thing that oh she, that
2: really broke like the same day the same
1: day oh. so wow. and I had no idea but I was on superhero hype
2: and I hear that's right-leaning too
1: Obviously. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm on this. And so like someone's like, they talking about like Batman's penis. And I was like, what? Why, why are we why are we talking about Batman's what junk? What kind
2: of world are we living in?
1: Exactly. And I'm I'm online and someone brings up it up. And I said, why are we talking about Batman's junk? And they said, oh, and they, they let me know. I was like, okay. Then like a couple of minutes later, someone says, wow, Batman's junk and like Trump's junk in the same day. And I was like, wait, hold on. What else am I not knowing about? And I feel... I feel that the my the the, the where I, how I consume my news mm-hmm. is either really good or really bad because I had no idea b- about yeah, this yeah.
2: and it was it had been like a couple of days actually so I had learned like well after the fact that it was all over the media. I'm not surprised that you maybe didn't know about Trump's thing, <laughs> but uh, I am actually as You're a little knowing, surprised. knowing you, <gasps> knowing you in the comic book. <laughs> Lover you are and all that. I'm actually surprised it took you a couple of days to Yeah. To that. So yeah.
1: now here's here's yeah, where the again, so mom and me are talking about it and I'm going, Yeah, it's oh, this man. thing, blah, 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 blah and so from the background my grandmother yells out Tell him he's got to get me a copy. Uh-huh. I want to see Batman's penis. <laughs> Holy moly. And I'm like, no, Grandma, uh, I'm not going to I'm buy the Batman you. penis comic book for you. Because <laughs> what? I want to see it. I'm interested. <laughs> I'm going, no, Grandma, it's uh-huh. not. It's not. And I'm like, you could go online. You can Google it. She's like, no, oh, I want to see the whole thing.
2: Geez.
1: So the next day I get on board the bus. <laughs> I head out to Pennsylvania. My mom picks me up at the bus station. So you do you have it? No, I don't. Uh, oh, yes. That exactly that's exactly it. Is, is that I get into the car. Normally, my grandmother does not come into the car to when we when we get picked up, uh, when wow. my mom picks me up, right? And this my mom said, oh, grandma's going to be in the car. She hasn't been out. She has been out of the house in a so days. She has days. a very
2: important question. But apparently, maybe <laughs> it was
1: ulterior motives. Because <laughs> she goes, this, uh, we're not like five minutes away from it. So did you bring the Batman Penis comic book? <laughs> Oh my god. And I'm like I'm like, Grandma, first off, I don't I don't even remember what I at the time I was like, I don't even remember what the name is. So no, I am not going into a comic book store and saying, Can I get the Batman penis comic book? That's one. <laughs> Two is the cover story is not good. I can't say and I'm getting it from my grandmother. And no <laughs> one's gonna believe me. <laughs> no one is going to believe me. Yeah, yeah. It's not good for me either way. Yeah, yeah. So uh yeah. So yeah. yeah, that Batman's penis was
2: uh, now mind you, mind you these two I al- have to ask and maybe you haven't still haven't seen it but uh, is it is it big? They drew it
1: in a way that it was very in shadow so it was it literally was it wasn't just like there it is it wasn't the porno it wasn't yeah. Batman's erect penis you know ready yeah, for action yeah, yeah. it was he's in the cave he's sans any he clothes it's full frontal but it's very like
2: it's sh- it's all shadowed up and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's like the Lion King or like Simba. You know, see <laughs> this dark the, area over there. You don't want to. go The land, that. everything <laughs> that touches the light is not it's, Batman's penis. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God! So uh, yeah, there's your Batman penis yeah. news for the day.
2: My goodness. Uh,
1: uh, so let's let's get to just a little bit of the news. Um, yeah. We're doing Daredevil season three today. Yeah. Um, Amen. But uh, there Amen. was some a little bit of stuff that I'm going to cover here with John, which is the fact that Iron Fist on Netflix, which recently ended, recently was just recently re- released. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Now we're learning has been canceled, and then about what a week or so later mm-hmm. we learned that Luke Cage is canceled
2: just last friday
1: yeah um and it's thrown some for a bit for a loop um john
2: I is... actually thought Luke Cage was okay mm-hmm. i thought the first season was a lot better than the second season but season 2 Luke Cage was better than all all <laughs> of defenders and all, and of, and iron all of iron fist
1: <laughs> that might be damning with faint praise though because <laughs> But uh, yeah, they—they they, both of them have been canceled um, with some cryptic after tweets that have come out because uh, Finn Jones tweeted something about like, oh, the story's not over. And then there was like a tweet just a few days ago, which was seen to imply Power Man and Iron Fist or a team up show with them at some later date. So I don't know if that would be on. Wasn't
2: that Defenders though, kind of?
1: That's, yeah, that was a team thing. This, Power Man and Iron Fist is its, it's own. It's just them. Just is its own duo. sort of select thing where it's kind of a, a
2: and they had an mashing. episode here, here or there. What I thought those episodes were actually pretty good. Too.
1: I thought Finn Jones and Mike Coulter actually together. did work yeah, yeah. pretty well together, and um, both on Defenders, and in on Luke Cage.
2: Now we talked a little bit about this on the pre-show. Do you think numbers have anything to do with this? Since we don't know what numbers are, right? Netflix, you know, conspicuously doesn't release had, its ratings. The, the viewership couldn't have been like worse than any like Attack of the Killer Tomato movie. They, got, <laughs> you know. Well, uh, I think you know you have to. Mm. You have
1: to look on the fact that also there's a cost cost to what you're getting out of it. Right, but kind they're, of deal. they're only getting
2: and paid through subscription fees. Right. They can't even really determine where that, Which might sitting, very well know? be an issue. It yeah, might yeah.
1: really be. Uh, we don't know what is or is
2: not... There's no advertisements.
1: Right, there's so. no advertisements and even if they have a certain thing with the ratings they probably have to still determine whether a, a larger macro thing. It's like well, if we cancel this, does it really matter? Can we keep something on until it Builds a viewership I mean and it kind of
2: shot themselves in the foot because they used to have a, a rating voting system for the users right right now There's not now. There's uh, you. You fill out kind of like a questionnaire and then like those TV shows match your questionnaire Right or they don't match your questionnaire, but you like the user doesn't get to really say I like the show mm-hmm. or I don't like this show.
1: I'm sure they must also have some way some metric just from every time you click on, I,
2: it, I think I think that's the... they only internally can see like who's actually streaming the specific show, right? But but yeah, yeah. I think getting rid of this like voting system was, for the shows, I think yeah. that's bad. I think that's a bad. Thing.
1: I think Amazon has a similar thing, right? Don't doesn't Amazon? I know Amazon has a thing where they vote on pilots. They put out a pilot, and then the, and then the, the consumer vote votes v- v- says, "Oh, do you want this to go to series?"
2: Right, right. Um, but Netflix but, doesn't have that.
1: So. Getting rid of both of those shows, um, they were the two shows that were the least heralded,
2: I think. You think they were the least critically praised? I I,
1: I, think, I think our we, reactions uh, for both of those shows
2: we're are on pretty the in the, line.
1: I, I think pretty in line. The masses? I don't think anyone loved either season of Iron Fist, really. Now, of course, they're going to have, uh, out there in and there are all of a sudden there are people, no, I love the Iron Fist, it was the free, yeah, we know, there are exceptions. You were the exception. If you yeah, loved both of those seasons, you're the exception. Generally speaking, most people did not have like a high praise for Iron Fist season one or season two, and Luke Cage was lukewarm. Luke Cage was <laughs> lukewarm. Yes, yes. I made a funny. Um, did, but
2: I feel like Luke Cage had a, a lot more support. I But it deserved more support. Luke Cage, all my
1: issues with the show, I will never say that the problems are that the cast was bad or the acting was bad. Or as I always say, I will always say Luke Cage succeeded at what it was supposed to be as in comparison to Iron Fist. Iron Fist should have been a chock a wonderfully fun action adventure kung fu, you know story. and it was a, and it wasn't. Luke Cage was a modern day black exploitation superhero thing with all the trappings, but some of those trappings were a problem. And the general pacing of those episodes, uh, I said, uh, you know, how the, um, in our, I believe in our pre-show, about how those 15 minutes as compared to a Netflix compared to a Netflix yeah, show... It can makes something can feel make, a lot tighter. It, uh, uh, it, it can, it gives, a, it expands things. It gives yeah. a lot more room for breathing and adding more material. But then... If you're not paced well, it can make an episode feel really long. Mm -hmm. And the problem with Luke Cage, I think, at at, at the end of the day, um, besides the season one changeover in its villains, which was a huge problem. But the biggest problem with Luke Cage is both seasons felt like a slog to me. Both seasons often felt like each episode was a two hour movie where not a lot happened. Even if you like these characters, even if the, 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 the story was fine and, you know, interactions and all the rest, it felt like a slog. And then there were aspects of it that were, I think, important to its flavor, like the musical stuff. Mm-hmm. The, the music stuff. and culture stuff had to be there, but too often they overemphasized it. And it made it's like, I don't need three minutes of Damien Marley. And you're doing that literally every episode, bringing everything to a halt so that we can get this performance in at the Harlem's Paradise.
2: It was like, it was like Saturday Night Live. You know? It
1: almost was, you know? honestly. And, and, and by now the,
2: our musical guests.
1: And sometimes, yeah. I, if I'm remembering correctly, I don't think that was even a once-an-episode thing. I think that might have been sometimes too, Because, you know, the, the the club was such a central, such a central location.
2: Yeah. Um, but, all right, so... We know it's lukewarm. <laughs> it was but lukewarm. But how much do you think this uh, has to do with uh, Disney about to launch their own? It very well could be yeah.
1: related to that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we Again, we were talking in the pre-show. My issue with thinking that they pulled it just so that they could have it on their own is that I'm not sure Luke Cage and Iron Fist, the Netflix flavor, would they put that on a a streaming service with the Disney name on it. You know, it wouldn't be like doing like an Iron Man show. You could see that fitting into oh, general, you know, that would be, you know, sort of like Star Trek Next Generation level of maturity. It would be like, oh, all, all family, right? Yeah. Whereas, I don't know. I mean... It, the Netflix shows are just so gritty and, you know, violent and sex-filled, and they, yeah, that's right. true. I mean, look, look any he, average episode of Luke Cage, there's, there's cussing, there's sex, there's, you know...
2: Uh, yeah, drugs and yeah, discrimination. I'm not sh- and yeah, this, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Beheadings
1: and other stuff. I yeah, mean, yeah. come on, you know, I mean, come on. Bushmaster! <laughs> Bushmaster's methods would not go on Disney Netflix, man. Yeah, yeah,
2: so, yeah. So,
1: yeah. um... I'm not. I'm not sure. Uh, and I'm also.
2: Do you think Disney's trying to change their image? Are they trying to get well, darker Well, they've and they've always and, had you know. uh, uh, subsidiaries. Mean, <laughs> they killed, you know. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, that's they've always
2: had that. <laughs> as we said, they
1: um they have always had subsidiaries that have had, um, and they're so large now. It's not like they, they are a, a monolith of only one type of thing. They've had subsidiaries that have. Put out mature subject matter in the past, adult films and so on. Not adult films isn't triple (laughs) X, but but films you know that aren't aren't just simply four quadrant family films. Uh So, like, if you told me there was a second Disney streaming service that catered to the sort of style that that you could see a Punisher or a Jessica Jones on, I'd say there was a better chance that Luke Cage and Iron Fist would get picked up in some way. Now. I here's, can't wait for a
2: Punisher. Just, I know, just yeah. Gotta throw that out there. I cannot. Wait. Well, yeah, yeah. It,
1: uh, Daredevil. See this season of Daredevil. It, 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 there were moments I, in the, uh, there yeah. were moments in Daredevil season three. I kind of was like, is Frank gonna show up? Yeah. Is Frank gonna show up? Oh, he's not. Okay, but 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 uh,
2: <laughs>
1: but so yeah. Um, here's my own personal thing though. I do want to see Power Man and Iron Fist. Luke Cage, Cage and Fist. We'll just call it because some people think the Power Man name is a little cheesy. Um, I would love to see Cage and Fist together. I think that you could maybe cobble Iron together some- <laughs> you could maybe cobble together something that would build on the strengths of both of the shows had. Because, you know, as much as we crap on Iron Fist, there were things that were that were good. There were, there were good moments. They're good moments, they're good yeah, ideas. Yeah. And those two guys together, along with frankly their supporting cast members, I think. Um, one of the best Misty, parts. I love Misty. Misty and Colleen together were kind of maybe the best parts. Yeah. of Iron Fist season two. Yes. Um, I and agree. and by the way, they are they are a duo in the comics. They they are a duo where um they were called Nightwing Investigations. They were Private Eyes, and they were you know it's it was the super badass. It was basically you know the samurai sword wielding you know um chick and the black kind of the black exploitation, coffee kind of, I, I want you to imagine do you remember sin city yes and now do you remember the 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 the, the, the japanese girl who uh Aoki, i think uh, who had this who had the samurai sword yeah all right and then you remember uh, also from the the netflix shows um um uh claire temple um um what's that actress's name again i'm forgetting
2: uh it escapes me.
1: Uh, Not Rodriguez. She's Dominican. I'm. I AJ loves it. Oh, yeah. But anyway, remember if you remember her character from Sin City, yeah. it's kind of like, or or kind of like Coffee or Foxy Brown and that Samurai Sword will together doing badass stuff. Which the Netflix version, they're a little more grounded,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: you could see that working.
2: You can see that flare.
1: And if they were included in a Cajun fish show as supporting, I would I would be all for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's kind of covers covers yeah. what we have to say about about, about the cancellation of those shows. Uh, now uh, we're gonna just check in with our man down for a moment, just to give to to give him some a chance to talk a little bit about Daredevil season three. So coming up right now is uh, Edward Ng. Okay, so we are linked up with our buddy Edward. Uh, Ed has been really, really busy. hasn't been able to um, catch all of Daredevil you, season three. You have no idea
0: how busy I've been. <laughs> you're you're building a TARDIS. Oh yeah. I, I, it is, ladies and gentlemen. It is Halloween season. Here at the Ying household, it is bigger than Christmas, and I am building a TARDIS. Wow. Now, if you don't know what a TARDIS is,
2: go to hell.
0: Well, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be listening <laughs> there, to this show. Which, by the way, in TARDIS terms, hell is a planet. Yes, we know. We are not. We're not doing our Doctor Who show yet. Not
1: yet. <laughs> so uh, Ed has only been able to catch up to season uh, uh, of season three of Daredevil up to episode three. So just uh, very quickly, Ed. Uh, your general impressions, because I remember when I finished the first episode, uh, first couple episodes, I called you and I was like, "Oh, this <laughs> this season is going to be all about Ed's going to be all into this because it's all theological to start." So, uh, uh, your I was even thinking of that
0: from like the first ten minutes, not even ten minutes of it. Uh, I think I, well, you and I were on the phone and I was like, um, I put on that Dukes of Hazard narration, but like. How's Matt Murdock going to get out of this little pickle? It looks like he's in a little bit of trouble, you know? Uh, So far, it's been five, six days, and I'm only on episode three. Wilson Fisk is as scary as hell. As scary as heck. Uh, I imagine myself having this little bit where I'd be like, uh, Have you ever killed a man with your bare hands? It's quite interesting, <laughs> really. You know, and he gives a whole exposition about well, well, well life, death.
1: Well, well Ed, when you said when you started with your Dukes of Hazard, I said, you know, the Dukes of Hazard would have been really, really, really gritty if Boss Hogg had been played by Vincent D'Onofrio. It would have been. It would have been.
0: It would have been a, have been a scary time down in Hazard County. I I will raise that. You would take Charlie Cox and Foggy Nelson to play. The cousins. The Bo and Luke. Bo and Luke. <laughs> so it really is kind of like a analogue here. You know, there's something going on. Um, what do I think of it so far? Um it is dark. They are <laughs> going in dark places that uh that we've never seen before. And and uh and also very figuratively, right, too, because Matt Murdock is losing his faith. Yeah. He really is, as they said and as they say in the nineties, losing his religion.
2: Yes, as they say in the nineties. And,
0: 90s. <laughs> um, and uh, Foggy Nelson, I'm voting for him. You're voting for, for him for, for
1: district attorney, of course. Uh, let me ask you a question. Uh, and, I forget uh, have point, you yeah. have you gotten to the point yet where Matt goes to the prison?
0: Yes. Yes. What What I'm did you think about right that there, sequence? Um, where where he where he. Basically, pickpockets, uh, foggy's right? Where he get him, and he, and and he gets goes in. So you finished that episode, right? Um, I think I just finished it, and he's looking for it. Like, what? What did, What did the Albanians want?
1: Right, and then God he gets involved, and there is that whole prison riot that occurs.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I mean, what did you think about that sequence? Because that's a bravara, like action sequence.
0: I, I um I probably didn't even finish that scene. Oh geez,
1: okay, then I just ruined it. Okay, that's, that's okay. How, that's how far far uh, how busy you've been. So do us a favor, Edward. Watch that. <laughs> Get, finish up the show. <laughs> that
2: episode is probably the best episode. Yeah, it's one it's an amazing. It's one I, of an ama- it's
1: an amazing scene.
0: Dude, I'm just looking forward to what you both of you are gonna say because this guy over here uh, is telling me. This is the best thing that Marvel's ever put out, and Kevin Feige has nothing to do with this.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yes.
0: I'm, I'm very. I don't know if you've even said that yet. But not not yet. We haven't I'm gotten interested. into the
1: review proper, but we will. Um, any any closing thoughts on what you're thinking of uh, uh, so far? Um, uh, actually, thinking, and I'd like to I'd like to you know because it's obvious who they're setting up uh, as a bullseye. And what do you think so far? Yeah, that guy, the
0: sharpshooter. Yeah. What right, do you think so, so far? Uh, um, I haven't seen much of him other than like I thought Bullseye was even deadlier. You know, I mean even aside from just using um weapons, yes.
1: We right. I'll just say um
0: they get to that.
1: Yeah. And okay, remember right. remember I told you the first fight they have.
2: Oh, it's master is
1: a master class of what all that right. should
2: be. So say no more.
1: I won't say, say anymore. No all right, more. so, Edward, anyway, do you have mean, any final words? Sorry,
2: sorry, sorry. You guys both brought up an interesting aspect I didn't even think about, and this is perfect. We got a theologian on one side and an atheist on the other side. Ah, uh, yes. So this whole series, uh, this third season. Atheist. He, <laughs> this hinges. <laughs> this all hinges on on Matt's faith and Catholicism and all that so I would love to actually hear a little bit about that from both of you right now.
1: Well, um, uh, uh, John actually had a thing. Uh, he'll get into it later on where his a uh, little minor criticism he had was, why is Matt the show starting with him at a loss of faith? When when last we saw him, he was perfectly fine with ending his life. And you know He live... knew
2: Electra was horrible and brainwashed. He, uh he knew the build he's gonna sacrifice himself and the building's gonna collapse on him. You know what I mean? Like he He brought
0: all that on he's himself.
2: Not, he's not he didn't walk in he <laughs> Hold didn't, on. He didn't, Hold he didn't on. Have, Yeah, 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 go ahead.
0: The, the obvious um, point to really point out the thing to point out here is um once you've seen Dinosaur Dragons <laughs> <laughs> You really should question your faith. Like you know, like Jesus what's this about? <laughs>
2: Uh, <laughs> that's never brought up in the show though. Yeah. uh father you know, I mean i saw these dinosaur uh <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> go to father converse? adam
1: um <laughs> <laughs> i've seen i'm i have quote unquote seen some shit <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I saw Valcour in a karate
2: suit <laughs> and uh <laughs> so
1: yeah you know. um you know uh, you know you do have a good point about that because we're not just talking about the the dinosaurs but the resurrection of the dead occurred, and Matt knows about it. Right. So maybe that plays into it. Uh, Ed, your, your feelings on—because uh, the, the, the early goings of the show are very heavy on his loss of faith. Ironically, um, w- while he's taking I, shelter I, in a church. I
0: Ironically. think um, it seems as if he's completely lost his faith. Again, I'm only on, like, episode three— uh, as a person of faith, and a, which means that you do you do struggle with faith. I mean, you, I, I, any person would be lying if they said, "Oh no, I, I've never doubted God." You are a liar, okay? And um, because that's a whole part of the ride. That's a whole part of the, the journey of faith. And here I, I see Matt and I go, "Come on, man. I mean, I know you've seen." Dinosaur dragons and <laughs> and fists that glow and bulletproof black dudes and white girls. <laughs> they all um,
2: sound like miracles to me.
0: Yeah, you know, right? So, <laughs> I, I, you know, and aliens. I mean, this is in the, this is in the universe with aliens, right? All right, but
1: but Ed, how does that play into your feelings about? Uh, do you feel that? So, in other words, do you think his his crisis of faith is too manufactured? You don't buy it. Or There's a lit, uh,
0: I, I know it happens every day but at the end of the day there will always I feel like there will always be a restoration of faith there will always be a res- restoration of faith in any uh, narrative that involves right. the concept of faith Right. so I if this were to end with him going I'm done with you God I'm done with you um, Father and, and, and the the church and everything like that I'm like that. that completely bogus to me. But okay. again, I'm only on third on the third episode. Okay,
1: all right. Uh, my my take is that I I I appreciate that. One, I appreciate that they didn't gloss over that. That Matt Murdock as a character in the comics has always Part been of a believer. His identity. He's and he's a he's a Catholic character, and as as my mom always liked to say, uh, Jewish mothers have 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 always had uh, guilt. Catholic mothers have always had guilt and shame <laughs> as motivators. And it is true I, when you were, you know, I'm an atheist now, but I was raised Catholic, went to Catholic school for 10 years. And there's a lot of sense in ed, ed zone theological approaches, um, you know, probably looks at this as sconce, but there is that sense of you're sort of like, there's a lot of burden on your own self, right? Um, burden to believe, burden to 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 trust in the Lord's uh, works, but also well, a sorry, burden that of your though, own he's... of your own ability and you know and uh, 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 and your own morality and so on and so forth. And you combine all that together in a stew with what his character has gone through. I I like that it's this sort of like I believed, I I I I, I, I tried my best, it didn't work out. Um, I don't see God's helping me in any way. I don't see his plan. I don't I don't hear his voice I don't he see his actions and so I get why he would be in the place where he is and You know one of the biggest struggles is the fact that he's trying to live up to a code of non killing and so losing faith makes that slide makes that choice
0: I, I point out that. Different. It's not it's also not a very. It's not a typical your typical faith. This is a faith of, of a hero. I'm talking about of a biblical proportion. Someone mm-hmm. like Samson, someone like mm-hmm. Moses, where they feel like they're they're they've been sent by God to do something, right? They have a. Destiny. He really believe they believe
1: that they were anointed yeah, destiny, for some reason. Right? Yeah,
0: he really believes that he was sent to do something, right? We don't. You and I, we don't. I mean, as pe- as a person of faith, generally speaking, no one. Like most
1: that. people don't feel, feel that, that they've been given some gigantic important mission per se right and 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 that and when and there are real people who do that and they tend to that that messianic complex of only i can change the world only i and and when those people fail sometimes they do end up like matt you you set yourself all of this again the burden of him and he feels he's failed in some way he feels that god hasn't helped him and so you can see where the where the fallout would be psychologically for him, uh, which I think the show does, you know, does handle in a, in a in a very good way, in a very elongated way, I might add, because yeah, uh, you're it's uh, trust me, Ed. There's going to be a lot of ups and downs on this
0: road. As you- <laughs> yeah, I, I figure that much. I figure that much.
1: Okay. Um, so, um, uh, any any other observations before we let you go? Uh,
0: um. I don't. I uh, at this point I'm none because I am caught in the temporal rift right now. Okay, all right. <laughs> and it's called and it's called fatherhood in the land in in on Halloween week. Okay? <laughs> yeah, we get it. I get it. I get so, it.
2: fatherhood in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> and
0: again I apologize to you guys. I apologize to um, our our to, loyal to our listeners, audience. of course. Yes. Uh, don't I will worry, finish. Ed will
1: be back. Ed will be I will back. Be back.
0: In the man with the oh, golden yeah. gun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, uh, thank you, thank you for dropping in, Ed. Um, all and, things to
0: timey Tommy.
1: Yes. Uh, uh, good luck with the project, and uh, we'll see you here on the next episode. All right. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs> Until to be continued. Time. To be, be continued. Continue. All continue. right. Continue. Thank you, Edward. <laughs> All right, nice. so timey-wimey. That was always nice, checking up with our with our, with our uh, our buddy Edward. All right, so we're now going to get into the review proper. You know, we talked a little bit about some of the stuff here. Um, Ed get, did reveal something which I told him uh, after I had finished it, which is, I truly feel, with no hyperbole, and I'm never going to go back on this now, after 10 years of Marvel-producing product of various kinds... I do believe that the sustained quality of Daredevil on Netflix for three seasons is the best stuff that's ever come out of Marvel. And again, ironically, (laughs) Kevin Feige has nothing to do with this. Um, Do I think of some of the best products that Marvel's put out there? When I think of, you know, and I'll get pushback from some people about maybe quibbles or or issues with with these films, but when I think of the best stuff that Marvel's put out there, when I think of... Old Man Logan. That was Fox. That's not Marvel. <laughs> oh,
2: well, yeah, there you go. Yeah,
1: it, but it's not. It was not produced yeah, by Marvel Studios. Yeah. Okay. When I think of the 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 some of the top tier stuff Marvel's put out, Black Panther, uh, Captain America, uh, Civil War, uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier. um... Um, the first Iron Man. A lot of film. Captain America's make your
2: list. Yeah, well,
1: well 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 the two Captain America movies. Um uh the first one I don't think is a good film, as a matter of fact. It's very mediocre. Um The first Iron Man, the first Avengers. Um, their co production uh with Sony for uh Spider Man Homecoming, uh the first Ant-Man film. Uh, These are good movies. These are really good movies. What about Infinity War? Oh, and Infinity War, obviously. Infinity War would be maybe for cinematically their crown jewel. But you know what? I will even say against Infinity War. Daredevil Daredevil on Netflix is the most sustained, best stuff they've done. In terms of its pure quality. It's never totally undermined. Um, it is exactly what it's supposed to be. It pulls no punches. It has dramatic heft. Um, there are consequences dramatically, which is a problem with the
2: Marvel films. Uh, oh, I have to say this. Those of you who are listening may or may not know, uh, I'm single now. <laughs> but, uh, wait, wait,
1: wait. When does, it bec- when does it become your Tinder profile?
2: <laughs> um Look, I like long walks on the beach. Swipe Land, left getting... for Jonathan V. <laughs> <laughs> no, you mean right. Oh, whatever. The left okay. is, is Oh, okay. is I'm sorry. a dislike. <laughs> no, no, but uh, the reason why I bring that up is because I, w- I was uh, talking to someone on a uh, dating app. Mm. And I was like, hey, have you watched Daredevil? The response was, hell no, because I've seen the Ben Affleck movie. <laughs> and I'm never, and I'm never gonna watch. So, uh, so they know. need. So, in other so, words, you
1: think that out there, there, there needs to be, uh, uh, uh some, some reforming, some reformation for yeah. Daredevil's public image.
2: Yeah, yeah. Ben Affleck has, has <coughs> scarred a lot of people. I don't see. From see ever I see everyone wanting I, to watch.
1: I think here's the thing. I think, I think John is that. I think that that might have been. I think that that person you were uh, uh, is in the minority. I think that yes, when the Daredevil show first came up there might have been some people like, ah, I. I didn't really like the movie, not really knowing the ins and outs and all the rest of the stuff. And
2: but, I think it's unfair to judge the TV show on a obviously, movie that yeah, had yeah. none of the same actors, none of the no same connection, writers, No connection, no produ- production, yeah, yeah. But there are a couple of people out there. Probably who, like, who do. like, I'm not going to watch it because but, I saw Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> right, but
1: uh, getting back to yeah. the whole thing, though, about I do think that it's just, it's meaty. It's action-packed. It delivers everything you want from a good superhero story and another thing in comparison to other uh, another other product from other people it honestly blows away anything that is being done on network tv with superheroes i mean you compare it to agents of shield you compare it to all of the cw shows i mean watching this really was the sort of thing where i was going like why why can't a show like flash be like this Obviously, there are differences. Obviously, Arrow and Flash, although Arrow, I think, is probably closer to what Daredevil could be. You know, yeah, should gritty. Well, gritty. It should be a grittier, non-powered superhero. Yeah. You know, Flash interesting.
2: is more of like a... It's an super-powered. An innocent, but, yeah. he, but he's still like bright-eyed Right, guy but you could still outlawful. do
1: that. It could still be a, po- a... Supergirl or Flash could still have positive characters yeah. and be fun. They're closer but it could to s-
2: Spider-Man and personality. Right, yeah. Like but Punisher. you can
1: still do yeah. those shows... Yeah. With a modicum of of good execution of their drama and their action and everything, and they kind of fumble those things con- consistently. Yeah. And you know, you just looked at Daredevil and it says like, here they've created these characters. You're you're drawn into the drama. You're drawn into the relationships, and it feels you're never you never go like like look even with superpowers involved, even with the suspension of disbelief, you gotta feel that this is really happening to those characters. Regardless if that character is using radar sense or trick arrows or can lift a continent, you have to be like, no, I'm buying this dramatically. I'm taking it seriously on that level. And on Daredevil, you do that. Whereas these other shows, they're just so in love with being cheesy and, and... Sanding off all their edges, right, right, which is right, right. also a criticism of the Marvel product in the movies. I'm not saying all the Marvel movies are bad.
2: You're saying putting putting more stock and weight into
1: into weight the showman, showman into she- in, into weight into making yeah. it feel like this is something that's happening somewhere.
2: Yeah, yeah, versus versus just the good acting and the quality, dramatics. You know, it just it, yeah. there's
1: there's again, I'm not saying the Marvel movies are bad. Yeah, yeah. but there are a lot of them that there's are just of kind flash, of okay. Yeah. That they, that they do rely on, oh, it's a superhero story, bright colors and special effects. Yeah,
2: yeah. Hulk powers and, and then, thunderbolts. But they
1: so. don't really give their dramatic parts any real meaning because they're so obsessed with being these sort of inoffensive four quadrant deals Yeah. so that you don't really hear the Marvel Netflix shows mostly have at least done that, even the ones that I'm not like crazy about um their issues are other issues um so let's let's get right into the the season um john your your big uh your biggest pluses and your biggest minuses so, so what did you like the most about this season of daredevil
2: again i'll, I'll say that the acting was was great matt murdoch all the actors charlie cox was yeah he was
1: the, he sold it this year he yeah, really sold, sold
2: it, it uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, amazing. uh there are times where I'm like, oh, maybe that's a little bit much, but it's you, an over the top character, right? Yeah, and there's only a few ways you can sell that.
1: Well, that's um, the whole idea of. Su- I-, I always put it this way. I always think that superheroes and supervillains are supposed to be, um, larger than life. Is a good way. I'm trying to say they're they're supposed to be in
2: charismatic.
1: They're bigger. They are bigger than life. They're they're more formidable they're they're extraordinary individuals Mm -hmm. it would be like having it it's sort of like it's a weird way of saying but like you know that picture of the of the world war of world war ii at the conference at yalta and who was there was churchill stalin and fdr those are extraordinary individuals you can quibble about the morality of all of those men you can quibble about you know, oh, the end processes of what they did, but yeah, you yeah. cannot deny the those three were of them, three...
2: or are the most powerful people on the planet. And their personalities
1: yeah, yeah. and what they did and, and what they accomplished, everything about yeah, them. They were extraordinary yeah. individuals. You know what I mean? So, essentially, it's taking people like that and saying, we're giving them superpowers and putting them in an action drama. And, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, so, yeah, they're you're going to have... You're, they're going to be bigger and larger than life. And I agree with you, D'Onofrio... Uh, especially in this season maybe, Mm -hmm. more so than even the previous seasons. It's on a razor's edge of almost being
2: cheesy, but it worked. Yeah, yeah. It worked. The reason why he wasn't cheesy, he was still more scary than he was then. Cheesy. yes exactly no. you still feared still for
1: every person who, who was in his in, 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 in his, in, in see his see. radius yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. you're like could this guy die and we did get that eventually that yeah. poor federal agent that got his his, his face smashed in <laughs> uh because he basically because he was having a temper tantrum
2: yeah
1: um yeah. what what else what else for the for the season that uh, stood out for you
2: the action scenes were a plus mm. really intense and it wasn't like oh it's a cool flashy fight you were literally sitting at the edge of your seat and, like, feeling nervous and worried for Matt, you know, like because it's just that good and that intense. Yeah, in they the did arc.
1: a really good job yeah. of... Um, what, what's funny is, is while they did have a lot of sequences, obviously, of him, because in this season he reverts to the black costume.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, sort he's of, more vulnerable. He's
1: more vulnerable, more... Yeah, that is, that is one thing. Um, uh, it, it wasn't armored like his uh, regular Daredevil suit. But also... There were a lot of sequences of Matt out of the costume which oh, yeah, meant yeah. which really meant that
2: that was a care. more
1: di- a higher difficulty of covering up the use of stunt doubles and some of those things so there's a lot of Charlie Cox doing a lot of stuff and where they cheat they did a really good job of not you going like oh that's a stunt man there were maybe a handful of times I where I was really looking at it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was like, oh, is that him? I was like, there were moments where I said, oh, that's got to be the stunt man. But then the way the shot was, I was like, oh, that's the stunt man from behind. And it was like, oh no, that's not. That's Charlie Cox. Doing that. Okay, that's crazy.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, and yeah, the maybe the maybe the biggest example of that um, are um, like uh, we prison. mentioned the prison break scene, mm-hmm. which is just it's like being it's like being in a first person shooter. Yeah. Just yeah. absolute craziness. And they must have cheated in some way doing that as a one take, but it comes off as a one take.
2: It comes off as a one take. It yeah.
1: it very much does. Uh, and I think the first fight between Daredevil and and uh, and yeah. and Dex in in the suit, not Amazing. quite bullseye yet, but as a comic book guy,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, one of the things I because I I, I I was like. Uh, Ed mentioned about... Uh,
2: being a sniper. And yeah, like, oh, is that him? what he's... All
1: he's going to do is yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. going to be a good
2: shot. It's, we just haven't got... He hasn't got... He hasn't over, got to the yeah, point yeah, where yeah. they
1: do reveal the whole idea of this guy having this pinpoint accuracy with anything.
2: With anything. And
1: basically being able to use anything as a weapon, which makes him dangerous no matter the situation, no matter the environment.
2: And the ricocheting crazy.
1: Yeah, okay. that's... And that's a good thing because that's the... That, to me, I've always felt that that was uh, the sort of the... You know, the... Oftentimes, villains have to have some sort of um, power or ability or something that negates what the superhero's power or ability is. Right. As some sort of opposite number thing. And so I've always felt it was that Daredevil's the man with radar senses, with super senses. So it's the man who can know everything that's incoming versus the man who has pinpoint accuracy. Right. So, you know, and they did that with the with the, with the fights very, yeah. very well. So I thought... Uh, I
2: think Dexter didn't take as much damage physically as he received in the fights. Like, well, that's because when they get close up. You can tell Matt, Matt has the upper hand and, he, and Matt lands a lot of hits. Right. Yeah. But when they show like at post fight, like he barely has like bruises or anything. Or, well,
1: you know. I think they, they did mention that, that that was the thing because of his ability. I, I would, I would rationalize it this way is what I'm saying. He's a distance fighter. Yeah. So he is going to, you know, um, not on on offense. He's not going to get in close. On the moments when Matt was able to close in, he was able to you know land his blows. But then again, the other part is you got to remember is also we mentioned
2: he had the suit. he had
1: the suit on when he was fighting him most of the time. So that
2: absorbed a lot of. So the, he
1: didn't he yeah, didn't get as much damage yeah, as yeah. as he did. But um, uh, any 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 uh, closing things uh, in the positive side for uh, um, for the, that you like to
2: the way it ended. It kind of ended like it was a nice rap, you know. It was, a yes. Bow, a bow on the series. Except for the last Except shot. Except for then they show, like, you know, Bullseye <laughs> getting his spine worked on and, like, you know, his Bullseye eyes, and you can tell he's going like
1: to be a like By I would like to point out for you, John, that mm-hmm. that is also from the comics. In the comics, Bullseye gets a—Daredevil a, basically throws him off a roof at one point. And shatters his spine, right? And it's a sort of... I
2: Except for the Kingpin does, does that in this.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the point of that is that he's sort of out of commission, but then... And then they super soldier him up. Well, what happens in the comics is this. Bullseye is one of the few people in the Marvel Universe other than Wolverine, who has a, a adamantium a reinforced skeleton. Oh, yes. In the comics, that was the whole thing where he the pro the same process that was done to him is partially done. I believe to his spine, which gives to him his
2: spine, though, not his whole um, cell I cell. They've
1: changed it. Some, it's been vague because at first it was just a, Wolver, at fir- we
2: understand why Wolverine survived that. Exactly. He exactly. Back. There's that, no that, way a regular a
1: regular would have his entire yeah. but they've sometimes gone back and forth. Sometimes it's not clear if it's oh, is it just his spine or is it the rest of his body? In any case. You get a re, uh, you get an adamantium reinforced spine, even if it's just your spine. That's that does dope. make you more durable than the average person. Yeah, for a lot of injuries and for you know just the jumping around. No
2: one's around. gonna break your back again.
1: Pretty much, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so um, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Then hopefully that they you know the the ending of the of the series of this season does point to an obvious return of of, of bullseye. Right.
2: Let's do you do positives now.
1: Uh, okay. Um, I I agree with the, a lot of the, what's already I mean, sp- spoken of. The drama this season was tight. I think that we talked about again in our little pre-show about how, um, it almost felt like two seasons where there's a lot of material, right? So there was a lot of, uh, but it never it was paced perfectly. It every episode you want, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen yeah, next? Yeah. You were never like. Uh, I need to step away for a while. Like
2: We're not we're not talking about the negatives now, but my one thing would say they kind of stretched this whole like losing my faith, finding my faith, losing yeah. my faith just a little longer. That's for a little me. longer
1: for you? Okay. Okay. Uh, see, I see. I but... I never I never had any like it was always get in from the job and like okay before I go to sleep um, um, I, I, I got to go through, not just because I wanted to get this this oh, yeah, show out, do this show, yeah. but also because it was like, oh, what, where are we going next? Where are we- yeah. Um. Uh, side note is I'm in the middle of watching, because I have I I literally just started a few weeks back, about two weeks ago, um, The Man in the High Castle on Amazon. Huh. I don't know if you've watched that show yet. No. I'm enjoying it. Immensely.
2: I have Prime, so if you recommend it, I'll watch it. Watch
1: it from the first season. It's a, it's a, it's a very good show. I'm not sure if it's a great show, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Think acting is really good, story's good. Is
2: it better than Iron Fist?
1: <laughs> yes, everything's better than Iron Fist. But Daredevil comes back right on the 19th, and like I was like, oh, well, I gotta stop watching Man in the High Castle because I, I was, I'm going, I'm like. Powering through it, mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, I got to stop watching Man in the High Castle. I got to start Daredevil." And the thing about it is, is that I was like, as gritty and as crazy as Daredevil was, it was a great palate cleanser because I was like, when I finished Daredevil, I was like, "Man, I didn't realize how much I needed a rest from Nazis." I uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's like
1: yeah, even the Kingpin's evil is like it's not as bad as what's going to the Man in the High Castle. I, I kind of needed this break from from you know neo nazis and you know crazy the japanese empire yeah Not to go there in the political
2: not to go there mind. but like live it this way another
1: <laughs> i was i was watching man in the high castle again and then uh, turned la- on cnn last and last saw like trump like well no say, no say did you like, you did you hear about that uh loot that uh, replica plane that crashed in california no <laughs> so there was a replica ludwifa plane that crashed on a california highway yesterday oh my so like i was i'd finished watching man in the high castle Getting back into it, and then, like, uh, you know, I was, uh, let me see what's going on in the news, and it was like, German, you know, Nazi g- or German plane lands in California. And I was like, this is the universe's way of telling me I've got to stop Man in the High Castle again for a little bit and get out yeah, of the Nazi yeah, yeah, world. Yeah. But that's a side note. Side note. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, I think that um, while I... While it was, ver- it was very packed, the characters were all there. Some people online have complained about Karen... I thought that she was a really good part of this season because, again, they took the drama yeah. of it seriously, of her being caught in the middle of all these things. Um, I think, again, the action was absolutely fantastic. Um, it delivered everything. Like there was never an episode where I said this felt like we filler could have done without. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. this felt like filler. Yeah. When are we going to get back to the good stuff? It's stuff that I thought was not going to be compelling. Turned out to be so integral and compelling. The the Ray, the rain Nadeem stuff is absolutely fantastic. Um, you thought, oh, well, this is going to be a side character. I was worried it was going to suffer sort of from Luke Cage and Jessica Jones syndrome, where... Like, you know, with Jessica Jones, they would have, like, remember this first season, there were those two weird twins, and you were like, where are you going with this? I don't care about these characters. I thought Ray Nadine was going to be that one. As soon as they introduced him, I said, here we go. No, that was and just... then instead, it was like, no, this is really good, compelling stuff.
2: Yeah, he integral and, uh, and, yeah, it and yeah. also, you know, a, a chess piece that Wilson Fisk needed. Right. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. They they
1: made him matter to the plot, uh-huh. and they made his his issues matter to you dramatically.
2: Yeah. We all uh, understand, you know, in this economy, like needing to make money and yeah, uh, to that be a guy would make, how that would blind him it,
1: yeah. to the circumstances and what was going on there and yeah, why yeah. he would be slow on the uptake and not listen to people who were telling him he was told a bunch of times. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, all of that production values, everything. I mean, just just so many so many tops. So um. Do you want to go into your negatives now?
2: Okay, that was it actually for your positives. You didn't actually mention many. I mean, uh, I mean, the, I mean it's overall, overall. It's just so. It's. Positive, I mean, like yeah, you
1: know, yeah. I'll, I'll, we're going to go through some other stuff here. For the some ne- specifics, okay. uh, uh, next, so specifics. next, Nexo. Any negatives?
2: My negative first. I didn't like how mopey and 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 depressed Matt was because at the end of Defenders, the point I was making, he chose all this. He knew all this was happening. You know, the heartbreak with Electra you know but you know he's there making out with her as the titanic sinks <laughs> and um and he knew you know the building's blowing up he told all his friends to get out that he's going to hold it down so when i when we start the season off and he's crawling out of the rubble and he's like losing his faith and and is sad and all that i kind of it, it was hard for me to really buy it mm. because of how defenders ended right um with that said, I still thought it was an interesting plot and, and and things for him to get over and learn and grow from and, and be become a, a badass uh, fighter again. <laughs> uh, that was all cool and interesting. Uh, but that would be one of my minor things I didn't really like hmm. about the beginning of the show. Now, all the fights were great. I was a little disappointed with the last fight between Daredevil... Now, that, talk about a super ultimate build-up, you know? Mm. Like, this guy you know, ruined everything in his life. I, I would agree with you a little bit that the, the, it didn't climax the way I thought it it would, you know, like I thought it would be a lot more epic. I thought it'd be more rage. I thought it'd be more intense. It
1: was, it was pretty brutal, but I I do, I do agree with you because it was a weird, I think that they had what they thought would make up for it was the fact that it was this weird three-way. Yeah. That it was, you know, Dex in the daredevil suit, um, now going after Kingpin, and Kingpin versus Daredevil, but also Dex versus Daredevil. you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So I think they thought that maybe that would matter. but it, yeah, I was a little underwhelmed. I was a little bit.
2: It was still great fights. It was still really, really it good. It was very crazy, but it was crazy. But yeah, I'm like after watching like the the, the prison breakout episode and watching right, yeah. Dex and Daredevil go at it one on one. and this is like the last fight of the series. Um, I kind of was a little disappointed. Yeah, it was a little.
1: Yeah, yeah I a I, little bit. I I I, I get. I, I but totally. it's not. But terrible, it's not terrible.
2: Not, it doesn't now. I don't. I'm not going to grade the show a C because of that. You know, right? Like just because it, that. Yeah. It's like an A. It still plus, had some great moments, and you know, I think. Yeah, I think. Yeah, the, I think yeah, the the the. But we're just talking about you know. Yeah. Yeah. Generally speaking. General. Yeah. Little specific negative things. Okay. Anything else you can think of? That would be it for now. I'm okay. sure I had more, but uh Yeah, we may as we as we continue, maybe
1: something may come. Um, for me. <clears throat> um, and these more more quibbles than like oh the negative but yeah all right as a comic guy I told you I kind of feel that I didn't necessarily need the backstory for Dex. Um, it was really well done. That was one of the uh, yeah. you know I I let me let me reverse and go one of the one of the things that are positive is I think this season as a great positive is there was greater um greater. Visual and narrative flourishes in this season as compared to any other ones, and I think the two things that st- stick out are what I call Fisk vision, yeah, yeah. which is sort of when Fisk when gets the file yeah. when he when Fisk gets the um, file for Dex, oh
2: yeah, and it goes black and white, and I mean,
1: yeah, gets, and it's a very yeah. interesting visual way of doing that flashback mm-hmm. rather than just general flashbacks that we're seeing. So I thought, and I thought that worked. It was really interesting, very very cool. Uh, Sort of a way to get across information without just simply being a dry, you know, again, just regular flashback or just like him with some exposition, you know?
2: They're they're explaining how Wilson can take advantage of such a broken person. Right, that he sees, just through the reading of that,
1: yeah, he's seeing the angles that he can work. How he can work this, yeah. Yeah, so I thought that, and then, of course, um, uh, Daredevil's... Inner monologues, his, his basically his yeah. consciousness, yeah. basically Wilson Fisk and slash his father as acting as his his conscience and what's going through his mind, which you didn't really see. That wasn't really something you saw in the previous seasons. So uh, you know, I yeah, that, that's adding to my 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 my, my, my positives. Um, uh, but yeah, back to uh, uh, Dex uh, Bullseye in the comics. I kind of feel that. Bullseye is a much more—I don't want to say the Joker or Deadpool—but he's a much more
2: cynical. He, yeah, he's a—he's
1: more of a—a a, a, a thrill killer. He loves what he's doing. He loves killing people. Yeah. He's kind of funny, um, and you know, his one thing is that he's a sociopath obsessed with Daredevil as the guy that he can't. He doesn't quite come beat.
2: across on the show funny at all.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It, they're, the they're, thrill
2: killer does come across the enjoyment of. Of a little bit yeah they aggression. eventually they
1: did eventually get a little get there.
2: bit but uh he's
1: a more of a wild man yeah, type yeah, character
2: but not not funny at all yeah that's what <laughs> i'm know? saying yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah.
1: so that was a little disappointing and like i said i'm I, I was like it what they did in the development was good and some of it was in line with some of the stuff from the comics but there is this point where i was kind of going like i don't know if i needed to, if you needed to have that Um, He could have just been an assassin that was brought in, because this is the other... Yes, it's suspension of disbelief, but I told you about this before. I didn't quite buy the idea that someone so broken and so obviously with a history of mental health issues would have passed the screening to have gotten the position that he was in.
2: Right, right, right. right, Right, right.
1: Like, when they introduced him, I kind of thought it was just like, Oh, this is a badass guy that the that the that the kingpin is hired, and then it's like, no, he really is a federal agent. I was kind of like, ah, I'm yeah, eh. yeah. not quite sure that would no, have passed right. the muster. Um, now,
2: I, I we know it's TV, we know it's comics, but yeah, it, it, it for it is, when everything
1: else is so grounded and so real, yeah, yeah, yeah. things like that tend to never, stick out.
2: You would never make it on the FBI. Yeah, with, yeah. With that um, history.
1: Uh, but it still worked. It still yeah, worked, yeah, yeah. and they still made the character, you know, good, compelling, and interesting, and, you know, worked in the plot well. Um, I had, an again, a little suspension of disbelief. Puncturing was two- twofold with Foggy. I kind of felt Foggy's dialogue sometimes wasn't as well done as it could have been. I kind of feel that the whole DA subplot, him running might have been a could have been handled just a little bit better um and that goes to the dialogue it's like well for someone to mount a dark horse candidacy would required them to be like just spectacular media wise and i don't think they wrote foggy in a way that would have made like it would have been and it's not that i think that eldon henson isn't capable of doing that i think he could have done it uh i just think the material wasn't quite wasn't quite there it that 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 was a little bit off to me um and a minor major quibble is that as extraordinary as kingpin is supposed to be and i guess this goes against what i was saying before but it is there was a kind of like just piling on for the hero it was like all right kingpin is 15 steps ahead of everyone he's too all-powerful um and i'm not saying that that Again, it there is this, again, suspension of disbelief, but there was a little bit of, like, where they finally thought you were getting somewhere, and it was just like, no, he's actually got the grand jury, too. And it was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> it was a little bit much... Well, but at yeah. the same time, super villain. Outsize.
2: Yeah. He's... That, you know, we have to buy that he's that in control was, of the
1: prison and you know, all the rest of that.
2: I 100% agree with you, but I think that was done, so you would have to daredevil's right the only way to do this he, yeah we're, is to gi- we're giving impetus to yeah exactly and to kill him and, and all that so that kind of yeah, uh,
1: yeah, yeah yeah i i, yeah. I, I said it, it's yeah. a minor it's sort of a quibble where we're going like
2: but it did it did start to feel like the following right and yeah it's, it's like how everyone everyone's in everyone. his pocket everyone <laughs>
1: everyone yeah but again uh, that's what makes yeah, him yeah. the kingpin yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what makes him so as, as a dangerous character um Uh, so uh, I'll
2: just, you didn't really have any negatives. (laughs) (laughs) It was a really good show. It was a really good
1: season. Uh, so, um, just to, you know, um, pinpoint the, the, uh, I, I think a good way to, um, so we talked about Charlie Cox, um, his performance this year was really, really good. The, the, the loss of faith, um, you know there are reasons for that, too. i can I can understand a guy who, even though he was blinded, was then gifted with these abilities. When the show starts, the whole thing is he's he's dealing with a disability. He's a blind person now suddenly, with who wasn't really no blind
2: parents. right? No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's so so really he's always been struggling with faith,
1: yeah, his yeah. Whole life, and yeah. so, you know, he dealt with the blinding and then getting the abilities and saying, oh, I. It must be for some reason. I'm medicine, hearing people's problems. Poison the medicine. Yeah. yeah um, and, and also, by the way, we know we didn't mention this is the, the whole issue with the learning of his mother, which is from the comics. I think the comics is slightly different. I I'd have to go back and review. Yeah. But I think in the comics it was the mother and the father had gotten married and she got pregnant and then she became a nun. I might be wrong. I don't want to say 100% but I think that was more of a literally I felt a calling from God after I had a child. And so that is con, is comparable to Matt's same thing. We can see that something runs in the family. That she I felt a calling and it was so important that I left my my my, my practice husband
2: and my friends.
1: Yeah, exactly. And 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 the same thing for for Matt. So yeah. Um, which I thought was handled very well. Well, I thought the actress, I thought she was fantastic as Sister Maggie, um, and they used the dr- the drama there was really really good, um, and Charlie Cox just sold this idea of the of the hero who was on the knife's edge,
2: and uh, he's probably one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he's really. I mean, not, not he, of just action TV shows like. He's like now he's in my top 10. Like yeah, he d- he, delivered, so he delivered. He delivered
1: in this role. The casting it was a real cool getting this guy. He 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 makes he makes the show. Yeah. Um because if you just had D'Onofrio there and you had a lesser actor, you know, there those are the top 2 on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it works. Right. Because you can't, you know, I I honestly even think you could have a lesser actor as Kingpin. But if if Matt Murdoch does not work on this show, the show doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh I think uh this was a really good season for 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 Karen. I know some people online feel that Deborah Ann Wall was a little too whiny. But again, I think that she's there's reason think. why she's whiny. <laughs> yeah, and, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. Unlike uh, unlike Iron Fist. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not I'm not saying that to be cheeky either. Um because with me as an outsider you you would think this guy with mental training and and meditation right. and, and zen teaching and learning oh, yeah, we, he would learn how to like kind of not be so emotional all the time that was my problem but karen you know no she she's a regular american girl who's gone right. through a lot of trauma even and, befo- as we uh, learn
1: even before she stepped foot in new york
2: yeah and then and then all the trauma in new york and uh, on, on top of that on and top everything of else that, and and Wilson Fisk, you know, the most dangerous man that sh- she's involved with, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'd be emotional, too. Actually, I'd probably be c- crying and more emotional than <laughs> that, her that, that, if that, this was happening to me. It, so, thank uh, you. Thank you. I for all the people to... online that are complaining about it.
1: It's like, uh, have you been through half of this crap? <laughs> if you have, kudos to you for not, like, taking a bullet in the head for, by yourself.
2: Yeah, um, exactly.
1: Uh, so. I think that they...
2: I buy it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I buy, got you I totally by by
1: by and uh, as we as I mentioned to you before, you know, they are they had a very interesting issue to deal with with Karen Page's character, because in the comics, you know, for anyone who doesn't know in the comics, the setup originally was very classic superhero stuff. Karen is the is the secretary that has a sort of quasi romance with Matt Murdock. She doesn't know that he's Daredevil eventually does learn. Um, but then in the late 70s, early 80s, Frank Miller comes along, blows all that up and turns it all upside down. And Karen Page eventually ends up in the comics as a addict, a drug addict who goes into porn at one point and gives up Matt Murdoch's idea, uh, uh, um, uh, his identity, his identity um, to score drugs. It's it's rough stuff. And I would understand why they wouldn't necessarily do that, and they did. I could kind of see the writing on the wall uh, from the first season when um, they killed Ben yurick who was a long-time supporting Daredevil character, and sort of gave his role to Karen, and yet they still managed to sort of pay homage to her her addiction and uh, drug use. In this season. But
2: they made it about the past, not something that she's currently battling. Right, exactly.
1: And that was a fantastic episode that was a real, that would have been as good as any dramatic movie.
2: That could have been good as any Twin Peaks episode. (laughs) Well, any, well, (laughs) maybe not Twin Peaks, but yeah, definitely
1: (laughs) a real, a real meaty, dramatic look at the background of this character that was presaged in that moment where she, where she does the phone call to her father. And he's so cold. And I was like, I really was like, well, they've got to give us the background on that. When she called up and it's like, and he knew, oh, you almost got killed at your job and you want to come back home? Yeah, no, I don't think that that's a good idea. I was like, Jesus Christ, what is in the background here that they had that for two seasons before they had strung us? They had left the breadcrumbs talking about something about her past, something about her brother, a death but they didn't get into it and here they gave us the full story and it was so well done so well acted so real in this and we got to remember this is in the same universe as you know the avengers fighting ultron <laughs> and ant-man growing up and down his sizes in san francisco right, right. this was a real gritty real story real story, down earth, real story. Yeah. yeah um and you know like i said i i, I feel that karen's character was the, it her characterization it matched what she should be yeah um we went through Eldon Henson yeah. uh, a little bit before Eldon H- as foggy um it, he's a lighter character but he is also a core character he's for the glue. Matt.
2: yeah he's the glue and he also uh he was the only real driving force for a while trying to keep the three together right yeah you know Matt wanted his separate ways and even Karen was like you know f Matt. You know, I don't want to deal great. with him. Either. That was a great scene. And, but Foggy was the only one who's like trying to grab their hands and, and bring him back. Well, you know? Foggy
1: um, operates mm-hmm. on an ethics that is not too far removed from Matt, but he has the idea of, he says, look, if Matt wants to be a jerk, that's on him. If he doesn't want to, he says, but if I abandon him, that's, that's on me. me. Yeah, yeah. That's me. I will not allow him to push, you know, to push me away. Uh, that, that... Core sense of a decent friend who's not going to abandon you. So that's you know, and, and I, that stuff was good. Like I said, I a little sometimes again. I some just of think the that, dialogue
2: you didn't really. Like,
1: yeah, I wasn't yeah, too yeah. crazy about. Um, and again, uh, there were things with Foggy that I felt similar to what I said about Raina Deem, where I was like, "Oh, this is gonna go nowhere, isn't it?" And then it became part when the second the the Nelsons as a family were introduced.
2: Yeah,
1: I felt. Oh,
2: I was like, "What is this gonna be?" You know what? Thank goodness when you finally meet the Nelson. The tessin, tessin, yeah, whatever, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was like, "Oh no!" Right? Wait, yeah. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that. Like, oh, geez, that oh. Wilson Fisk is gonna order like oh, a you machine thought you... gun. Yeah, like, there that, was. I actually, in the back of my head, I thought that was gonna happen, where like they just all get like brutally murdered. Yeah, just see how that transforms Nelson or something. Yeah, but But instead it was... They did
1: introduce... They did include them in the... Strong-arming,
2: but... It wasn't that horrific. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, (laughs) But imagine
2: if that did happen on the show. (laughs) Would a character change event for Nelson that would have been it would have yeah it, it would have <laughs> been know, he would have turned into the daredevil you know
1: Like. <laughs> yeah it would have it would have yeah, been yeah. pretty bad it would have been yeah. pretty bad but um they did use them well mm-hmm. and it didn't overwhelm that wasn't my whole problem with some of these things I was just going to overwhelm or bring things to a to halt what I like and it said it was all integrated really you know just, just well done um now we get to um Wilson Bethel who was uh, played uh um Ben Poindexter, A.K.A. We assume is going to become Bullseye.
2: Uh, yeah, I. I have to give him a hand. I really do. It wasn't
1: what I wanted, but yeah. it was really well done. And as an
2: outsider, I I bought it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know you know the comic books. You're you're talking from like you know what the character should be. Mm-hmm. But as someone who doesn't who's not too familiar with the the material, just as an outsider watching the show, um, I bought it. He came in mysteriously. He t- he's like, whoa! This guy is obviously like top notch killer. Military this military ki- killer, killer yeah, whatever yeah. FBI guy. And then you slowly learn, and they did it in a good way because you didn't learn like immediately all at once that this guy is just crazy. Mm. A few flashbacks. Wil- Wilson Fist does research on him, and then eventually you're like out of no, not out of nowhere, but eventually like an episode or two later, you're like, this guy is crazy right they peel the super, they peel the
1: onion back on him and then crazy. the events of the show drive him further towards yeah his his nuttiness you know and to he the embraces
2: point. it versus yeah, trying to control it and hide it right yeah, well yeah, yeah. when at
1: the end of the last the last <laughs> episode where he drives in with the dead body of the chick he was stalking you go oh we're into some crazy we're into crazy town here we're yeah. definitely into crazy town
2: yeah um but i and yeah, his it, acting was great
1: yeah, uh, he 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 sold you on who the who the guy was. I hope that when they bring him back in another season, he's a little more. There's some more flourish colorful. there. He's a little more cur- colorful. You know, like he's got nothing less to lose. He's yeah, he's yeah. happy to be. You have to wonder who paid for that surgery, right? You know, there's there is a there's a little Wilson? bit of Wilson. Mm, maybe you know what I mean. He'd made his promise at the end, so let's just go to uh, where it all ends up at. You know, the final. Flash. So essentially, the the whole the whole this whole season was built around uh, Daredevil trying to bring down. We
2: didn't talk about. uh, uh, Adim?
1: Oh, Adim! Well, that's true. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah. That was a huge part. That you know. Well, we'll 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 include that here. Essentially, the 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 season is all about. Matt has a as a convalescence learns that Wilson Fisk is playing the FBI for freedom will laugh dog you know. Fisk is using his position as an informant to the feds to essentially get rid of his competition and re insinuate himself into the criminal world. He uses this uh, assassin within the, uh, uh, the FBI uh, decks to, to
2: slander, to daredevil. slander
1: Daredevil to hope for in hopes of uh, producing a villain for the public uh, to focus on and to, one again, suspension of disbelief. He somehow gets charges against him turned overturned, and it's all about him sort of like slowly regaining everything, up to and including finally well, getting.
2: Once you can accept that he's bribed and blackmailed all of the FBI, almost. Yeah, um, all the well, well it is key. Yeah, it's not a it's not a that stretch, far yeah. far fetched because you you can probably bribe or, or control someone into tampering with. With evidence, evidence and, and you know, and getting and a judge yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you take over the FBI, yeah. that's, not, <laughs> that's not super stretched for me. Yeah, exactly.
1: Right? I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> and uh, it's all about, you know, uh, Matt pushing his friends further away because he feels that he has to go to down a route them. where he thinks that it must be...
2: They're a distraction. They're, they're, they're a distraction. There something to worry about. Uh, up until yeah. the point
1: where he has to make that decision of... I finally made it past Fisk security and I'm waiting for him to kill him and he must make the choice between doing that and ending this this thing for all time or saving Karen and you know oh, yeah, yeah yeah you know that's 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 and a he big tells
2: pro- her too I could have had him I could have had him but, but I, I you had, had
1: to, I had to come here and you know you know do it it's all these people coming to you know you
2: know that was a very uh dark night moment.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like
2: between uh, saving the Face... right? Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, Rachel. But, it, but it's you know, <laughs> Rachel. It's one Batman between two people who are gonna, you know, who, yeah, to die. You, to die, you know, I have yeah, to yeah. make,
1: I have to make the choice. You know, um, and that played into Matt's choice throughout the whole season. Yeah. Um, again, uh, they just handled all of that really, really, really well, uh, and then broke the, this big arc down into each individual episode that had tension and drama, you know, whether it's, like you said, whether it's how is Matt going to make it out of that prison to how is Matt? how are Matt and Karen going to make it out of the church to, yeah. you know, um, oh my God, how deep into this is Dre when he gets called, you know, he thinks he's doing the right thing and he's giving up you know, internal affairs, basically, and, oh, my God, his boss is also involved in it, and now she's framing him for... You know, it's all tension, 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 drama, yeah. drama, drama, and still enjoyable, still gave you crazy action superhero stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, crazy
2: fight scenes, stuff from the comics. So I, so I think overall, we have, like, a really great positive review. Now, my, my last question to you would be, Where do you go from here? Yes. And given the trends, recent trends of a lot of cancellations, too. Right. Uh, That they've Uh, they've canceled.
1: I think that... Where does this go? In terms of the cancellations, I would say that what is left over is probably safe. Um, I think Jessica Jones probably might be a wait and see for them until uh, until after their next season. I think that Jessica Jones, you'll know...
2: We'll have at least one more season. We'll
1: at least have one more season and it'll be... De- if they get another one after that, if they get it a season four, it depends on how... What season, season three does. Three does. Mm-hmm. I think Punisher is safe. I think they definitely want to give this another uh, a season to a Punisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think, obviously, Daredevil is safe. But it is interesting. I, 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 I talked to Ed about this. Um, there, You remember the animated show King of the Hill.
2: Oh yeah, I love that show.
1: Now, King of the Hill was on the bubble bang, 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 for a few do years. Do, 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 do. Every season for a while was kind of going to be the last season, right? And the way their season finales were written for maybe three years or so, maybe even more, were written in ways where you went, "Is this the season ender? Is this the series ender of the show?" Because they would always have some really big episode in the final se- for like three seasons that had every character and. Touched on every storyline that was ongoing, blah 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 blah.
2: And they um, kind of did that on the Daredevil. Well, that, this is what Where I'm getting like, to. So,
1: so in in in, in rap- King of the Hill, yeah. let me put it this way: in King of the Hill, whenever Chuck Mangione showed up in a season ender, you knew it was like, why does it feel like this should be the end of the series? Until they eventually did actually have their season ender. And for Daredevil. It felt like they, except for the last shot, which is of course. Dex under Dexter. the knife getting surgery for his back, um, it does end up in a way that's kind of like, well, if you wanted this to be the Friendships last... Friendships are
2: healed. Yeah. The bad guy's away... Right. Uh, A status quo has been
1: reestablished after all the drama and shakeups. looks like
2: they're going to reopen their partnership. Right. You know, he could
1: easily, you know, Daredevil has redeemed himself and is back to his methodology. The final statement of his fight with Wilson, which was a great moment. I love there was when he took off the mask and he was like, you will not change who I am. I'm Matt Murdock, Daredevil. You will not change who I am. I've won this round. You know, you. No matter what you do, I could keep her from you. You're gonna go away, and this is blah 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 blah. It ends, like you said, it ends in a way where it's like, well, if you didn't show that last shot of Bullseye, it could have just been like, and that was it. That's yeah, we've yeah, done. Yeah. We've done three seasons of Daredevil, and we're, and we're done. Where do you go because of that last shot? You know, it's like yeah. Bullseye is not part Dude. of that d- agreement between Fisk and Daredevil. He's not beholden to not go after Daredevil. And he doesn't know necessarily Matt Murdock's identity. So very easily he, he-, he could come back as a threat. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: You... You know what? You you could do more with other characters from the Daredevil canon.
2: Are there are there like Kingpin level villains for Daredevil?
1: Well, here's an interesting thing.
2: Or I'm, maybe he just absorbs some some of the stuff from like Luke Cage and Iron Fist. You could do that too. Maybe he's like, you know.
1: Why why you know, yeah. how do we know that the idea is to do a Power Man and Iron Fist as a series and not hey, Daredevil is so well received, let's wrap up these storylines. Within Daredevil, and have a season four guest star, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist. Could you could do that? Um yeah. There are some. There. Here's an interesting point. At one point, we get the reunion of Vanessa and the Kingpin, right? hmm And she picks out flowers for him. Remember, and she, for his lapel.
2: can keep me <laughs> from Vanessa. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're, you're. It's. I got to tell you, you're, you're pretty good. You're, it's pretty damn good um thank you (laughs) so we have an agreement (laughs) this is a certain way of talking it's like it is kind of like do you have mental issues or not are you really profound or really disturbed or a combination of the both (laughs) um at one point vanessa put pins and she says here's a rose for you Mm -hmm. right i just want to point this out in the comics the Kingpin does have... And he was more of a Spider-Man villain, but he's not the kind of villain I could see them using in the movies. Mm-hmm. And because of his... Because the Kingpin started out as a Spider-Man villain. And the Kingpin has a son um, who is a character who was mass for any years, who called himself The Rose. And we have Vanessa pin that rose on him. I just felt that there was something there. Oh, you, you
2: think could, they're going to have kids?
1: I don't think you we have. Well, obviously you can't. Like it's like. Oh, I do think you could have a story where. Like, how do? We, how far do? We, how do think, you we don't know? Think the
2: kingpin can arrange conjugal visits.
1: Well, no. Well, I mean, <laughs> here's the question: How do we know that he you, yeah. could, you could retrofit that character and say, how do we know that Wilson Fisk did not have a son that was off somewhere? Yeah. That he didn't love like. Put him that he impregnated abandoned. a woman and he did not love Take that care. woman yeah. and he didn't and and you know how do you could you could still figure th- that out yeah Yeah, and you could still then still include the kingpin in some capacity in a season four um you you have the fact that you know I think it's interesting that uh, Wesley's character is dead but you could that character ha- could have a family that could seek revenge you still have the fact that Karen killed him and we you know there's been no there's no fallout for that for her yet. Um, yeah. You know, could you bring back the hand? I wouldn't want them to. Give the
2: hand a rest. Give the hand a rest, exactly.
1: But, you know, Uh, you could, you could, you could go into that. You, I think you still have, as much as everything is wrapped up, for individual characters, for Karen, there's still no, um, reunification with her father. You could go into that area for her. You know, um, I think that there are. I'm trying to think of other things from the books in a superhero way for Daredevil that you could because Daredevil has some weird characters, and you know, uh, the Purple Man, um, who was Kilgrave, who was just on uh, Jessica Jones. He was a Daredevil villain. So, and uh, you know, so they have kind of used him there um, in Iron Fist. Typhoid Mary, Mary, Mary Walker, the woman with yeah. the multiple. She was a Daredevil villain. So it's like, now, okay, you can't use her, or could, or could they? Could you integrate that into Daredevil? Um, but his villains, some of them, the more famous ones have been in, in, like, Stiltman, the Owl. I'm not sure. You're just saying them. The Matador. They're sort of, it's like, there's a reason Bullseye and Kingpin are his top two because they're so they kind of interesting cool characters. You yeah. already
2: kind of pulled out the best. Yeah,
1: what could you Daredevil. what could you do unless you got into maybe some other of the gang stuff. I don't know. Um
2: maybe like Daredevil just turns into law and order. I I, I be actually hysterical. I do yeah, be... uh,
1: kind of feel that the, that mastering the procedural would be better for these shows. Like this was a season where it was all about its main arcs and it worked, but on um, the other Marvel shows only being about their main arcs drags things out. Yeah. So I kind of wish there would be more. Like here's here's a single here's a standalone episode of something, and Daredevil does something, and it And it's, it's a it's a palate cleanser for the rest of the it, big arc. But they're doing me, so well, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah,
1: that you almost don't want them to do that. No,
2: as amazing as this show is, and I, I would love for it to go on. Like, but just talking about this right now, it's like. I don't really see a way. Yeah, to how work. do you how like, do you uh, Well, I think the, uh, I think the
1: I think the obvious one is uh, is what we already lampshaded, which is you bring back Dexter. You bring a uh, Dexter, yeah. I'm sorry, Point Dexter. You you bring yeah. back Bullseye and you fully matriculate him into his his super villainy. Mm-hmm. And then it, you still have a very interesting case of what does Daredevil do to stop someone like that? because it is, you know... It, he's a loose cannon, it, just he's wants a, to
2: see the world burn. Yeah,
1: he's just, it, a, yeah. He's, just, he's just a thrill killer. Mm. I mean, it's not... Because here's the thing. Kingpin is a character you can have a detente with. He is rational enough to be, oh, I, I have something I care about, my wife, or you can work through his power. You can, you know, like, I don't want to lose this, you know. Bullseye is not that. He's nuts. Yeah, he's just nuts. He's nuts. He just does what he wants to do. It's there, there, and there are no goals. There's yeah. no sort of like, well, I, if I stop him from acquiring X, Y, Z for the ping, ping, ping. It's like that. Well, if I stop him from the drug trader, you know.
2: Yeah, if I can cut him off at the purse uh, yeah. or you know yeah th- 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 stop the shipments. Yeah, you know, or, Bullseye yeah. is not that.
1: Yeah. He's just a nut. So. I could see there still being that essential question of what does the hero do. Mm. But overall, this was just a fantastic season.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, all three seasons were All great. three seasons have been oh, have been wonderful. And I believe... Here's what I find funny. I believe that every season of Daredevil has had a different showrunner. I do think that. Yeah. Um, I'd have to... I, I was supposed to investigate it, but I didn't, and I'm not going to look it up now because it's going to take too long. But I do think... And I think that that's interesting. That overall... They're mostly their creators have have had similarities, but mostly it has been like a different showrunner because Steven S. DeKnight started it and then even in the middle of the first season was not able to continue it. And then I think season two had a different one and then I think season three has had... And that says something. And again, it says something that they've done this away from Marvel Studios proper because there is kind of a schism between Kevin Feige... And Alan Horn and Disney on the one side and then Ike Perlmuter and Jeff Loeb handling the Netflix shows. And this I think this is the crown jewel of maybe all superhero media that has come out. I mean, and again, we're talking about some great stuff. I mean, Iron Man One. I, I would, if I had to choose between, I'd say, which is better, and it is an apples and oranges thing. The the requirements for a film are different from what you're capable of doing on a TV show. But even some of the best stuff. Le- okay, let me let me point blank this to you, because it's often uh, it's also a, a considered a crown jewel franchise. And they're mov- it's movies and TV, John. But if you had to make a quality choice and say which one was better, the entirety of Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight series versus the three seasons of Daredevil.
2: Oh, wow. it's really hard. That's really tough.
1: I mean, gun to your head. Gun to your head. Because you got to take it again. You got to take them as a whole. Those three movies, and in my opinion, the third film. And honestly, there's even stuff in the the Vaunted Dark Knight, where I go, ah, it's not as good as everyone says it is. It's really good. It's really, really good. It's not the end all, be all. It's kind of like that. Whereas with Daredevil, I would go, for a streaming show, this is an end all, be all. This is like a top of top of the list kind of. Product, um, if I had to gun to my head, I would choose. I would choose the three seasons of Daredevil over uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. And you're right; it would be close. It, there's yeah. in terms of production values and the performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you're
2: also comparing, and you you said it. It's apples and oranges. But you're also comparing not just made for TV and Made for movie, you're also comparing like 40 hours versus six hours. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah, I get that. I get that. So that's
2: hard to.
1: But yeah, you just you couldn't you couldn't you couldn't make that.
2: It's hard call. Really, it's a hard, hard call, call. Yeah, I
1: get, and I and, and it should be it, yeah. because the Dark Knight's trilogy is an incredibly well done, yeah. well crafted, you know, superhero story. Uh, but for me, I I find less to be mad about, um, less yeah. far less quibbles. Yeah. In Daredevil's three seasons, than in the uh, than in the three films of Christopher Nolan, as great as they are, yeah, yeah. Uh, and that third film really does lower. <laughs> Lower the score. It the third film really does kind of screw up. Brother uh, Google's destiny. destiny. <laughs> do you
2: accept his resignation. <laughs> you have been lied to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, a lot you're of that's Making a mistake. <laughs> no, I believe you're making the mistake, Mister Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance for
1: John to pull out his bane? Yeah. Um,
2: Any chance at all? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I uh. I, again, this, this was a fan, absolutely fantastic, uh, season and, uh, I could not recommend it enough. And, um, uh, I honestly could see myself in the next month or so coming back and w- rewatching Daredevil from season one straight through to season three. Again, uh, it, this, the ending of this season really did me, if I didn't have to get through man in the high castle, <laughs> I think I would, I definitely would be revisiting uh, Daredevil soon. Uh, so yeah I hope when Ed finally gets through it he agrees with us uh, I have a feeling he will and um, as 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 normally we don't really know what we're gonna cover next <laughs> uh, it is a we're in a weird area but we got uh we got uh Aquaman coming in December and uh yeah. ho- hopefully uh and, and there are some in the new stuff we do have to cover. Uh, some Berlantiville, uh, uh Issues uh, Teen titan has come out um,
2: I know we're not personally All of us are not personally big fans of the walking dead, but I think it deserves a show It's I it's do wrapping think,
1: up. I do think we have a walking dead uh, uh, Episode we, probably in the we mix owe it to here the people we do owe it to the people and uh, uh, Ed who has been working on his TARDIS We do want to do a doctor who? uh yeah. uh uh uh, uh show on it because of course Doctor Who has just premiered with this new doctor a female doctor Uh, so we have a lot of that coming forward Uh, we do have stuff that will be uh, coming to the fans out there who are listening to us in the uh, in the coming weeks and months so until next time
0: to to be be continued. continued Hey guys, thanks for listening to To Be Continued, a Fanboy Podcast. Our website is www.to.be.continued.afanboypodcast. a Fanboy Podcast. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.